So waves have a frequency, and frequency usually gets the symbol nu. It looks like a little V and stuff, and you can write it as V as far as I'm signed. That's, that's okay. Now, frequency is technically the waves that go by per unit time, but almost everyone uses cycles per second or waves per second, which is what that means. So anyway, uh, all radiation, and this is kind of cool, but all radiation has a relationship. Remember how we saw how as wavelength goes up, frequency goes down, and as frequency goes up, wavelength goes down? Well, that's because if you're in like a vacuum, wavelength times frequency equals C. And C is called the speed of light. Speed of light is going to be something we're going to use from here all the way in through Chem 223, 2.998 times 10 to the 8th meters per second. And if the speed of light is a constant, then you can maybe see that if wavelength goes up, the speed, the wave, the frequency has to go down. And if the frequency goes up, then the wavelength has to go down. Those two multiplied by each other have to always equal the speed of light. So longer wavelengths, smaller frequencies, smaller wavelengths, higher frequencies. This is why it is. They're all related by the speed of light. I would highly recommend that you memorize slash put in your calculator slash make a tattoo. Don't make a tattoo. That would be too silly even for me. But anyway, somehow make sure that you know the speed of light. We're going to use that for a lot of things coming up. 2.998 times 10 to the eighth meters per second. Visible light, then the light that we use to see in our eyes is actually a range of wavelengths. And I want you to pay attention to this little part right here. Um, notice here how on the right hand side we have a bunch of nanometers. Now remember nano is one of the metric prefixes. Nano is 10 to the minus 9. There are 10 to the minus 9 meters per nanometer. So it's a very small unit of measurement. However, the difference between like red light and blue light has to do with the wavelength. Red light is closer to 700 nanometers. On the other hand, blue lights are closer to 400 nanometers. So it's kind of cool. You can see the difference. So if you look around you right now, you're seeing different wavelengths and stuff coming into your eyes. Our eyes are really good at um, observing, if you will, changes in this particular wavelength region, which is pretty cool. Now, if you look at those wavelength numbers, 400 at the top, 700 at the bottom, they're getting, the wavelengths are getting bigger as you go down in this particular version, 400 to centimeter, 700. On the other hand, if wavelength is getting bigger as you go down, all right, uh, then frequency would be getting smaller as you go down, or frequency would be getting larger as you go up because the wavelengths are getting smaller. So remember, they're opposite each other, opposite. Um, this little picture, this little animation right here uh, is showing the changes to the different colors, all right? And right now we're kind of in the yellow 600 nanometers, and we're going to start getting to orange, and then eventually we're going to get to red. And notice how those wavelengths, the distance from top to top, it's getting larger because 700 nanometers, one of the larger ones, is the red. It's going to revert back to blue. Here we go, blue or purple, whatever, smaller getting larger, larger, larger. So you can see how as the color changes, the wavelength is changing too. 
the wavelengths are getting bigger as you go from blue to red. And that also means then, of course, that the number of waves going by uh, would be alternate. Now, some scientists use Roy G. Biv to recognize the order of the colors, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. And that can be helpful for us too. Um, we're going to see that there's a relationship between the wavelength of something and the energy. So knowing Roy G. Biv is a way to also talk about the energy of things. Um, the wavelengths are getting bigger as you go left on this Roy G. Biv. On the other hand, the frequencies are getting bigger as you go right on that list. So Roy G. Biv can be helpful when it comes to colors and as we'll see energy and stuff like that. Here's an example of kind of the things you can do. Let's say that you have a red light with a wavelength of 700 nanometers. Now remember that dot means that the zeros are significant, so that's a three sig fig number. Let's calculate the frequency of the red light. No problem. So if you remember from before, frequency times wavelength equals speed of light. So we're going to use the speed of light. The speed of light, though, is in meters per second. So let's convert the nanometers over to meters. And this is a good chance to reacquaint ourselves with the nano. Nano is 10 to the minus 9. So a nanometer would be 10 to the minus 9 meters. So 700 nanometers times 10 to the minus 9th. 7.00 times 10 to the minus seventh meters. Make sure you can do this on your calculator. Make sure you've got the powers of 10, the exponent EE button, good to go. If you aren't getting these numbers, you let me know right away, but try them. Make sure you can do them before going on because it'll mess you up from here on in. Anyway, once you have the wavelength in meters, that's when you can pull the speed of light in. Speed of light C divided by wavelength lambda equals the frequency. So the next part we're going to do is we're going to take that 2.998 times 10 to the 8th number, that's the speed of light, and divide it by the frequency, 7.00 times 10 to the minus 7th meters, the number we just calculated. You want to have meters over meters, so they cancel out. And the units then for frequency, you can see, uh, are going to be 1 over seconds or inverse seconds. And the number comes out to be 4.28 times 10 to the 14th inverse seconds. Now let's talk about what that means. <clears throat> frequency is number of waves going by per unit time. And like I said, most of the time people will use seconds. So that's saying that for this light at 700 nanometers, every second you have 4.28 times 10 to the 14th waves going by. And that's quite a lot, all right? Uh, that's a lot of waves. That's a heck of a lot of waves. But anyway, this is how you can calculate it. The units of frequency, you'll see seconds minus 1. Sometimes you'll see just s minus 1. And sometimes you'll see 1 over s. And they're all fine. Another way that, set, that the frequency is represented is through what's called a hertz. Hertz gets the symbol HZ because who wants to write S to the minus 1 or 1 over S for that matter? So 4.28 times 10 to the 14th Hertz means 4.28 times 10 to the 14th inverse seconds.
If you look on your car radio, if you have one or if you have a radio, a lot of times FM radio stations will be megahertz and AM radio stations will be kilohertz. Those are frequencies. All right, all the FM and AM dials are all different types of frequencies. So you can see all kinds of relationships to the things around you couldn't resist. This is Hertz himself. And the joke is calculating frequency. It's so easy. It hurts. Okay. Silly sense of humor. I know. Anyway. The electromagnetic radiation spectrum, all right, which is what visible light's all part of, is actually much bigger than just visible light. So I mentioned radio, all right, AM, FM radio, all right. Radio waves are also part of the EM spectrum. So this little diagram right here shows the different portions of the known EM spectrum. Radio waves are way down here on the right. And just up from that, you have microwaves. So in the microwave, up your popcorn or whatever. Uh, that's the microwave kind of microwaves. <clears throat> infrared is after that. Infrared is often associated with heat. All right. Infrared is like hot. Then in a very narrow region right here in the middle, you have the visible light. And here's a uh, blue light on the left and red light on the right, kind of like we talked about. But then going on, ultraviolet radiation is the type that gives you sunburn and stuff, or uh, it's pretty powerful. X-rays are the next one. Of course, X-rays, if you've broken a bone or something like that, they can do an X-ray on you. And finally, the thing that created the Fantastic Four, no, I'm just joking. Gamma rays are actually the highest energy of all. And gamma rays come from super high nuclear reactions. Uh, sometimes they can come from space, from uh, astronomy kind of interactions going on. But the important thing here is that radio microwave, infrared, visible, ultraviolet X-rays, and gamma rays, they're all EM the radiation, all right? They all have wavelengths, and that's what these numbers are right here. And they have frequencies, which are these numbers right down there. <clears throat> Notice how um, the frequency goes from a very, very small 10 to the minus, or wavelength, excuse me, goes from a very, very small 10 to the minus 12 here for gamma rays to almost one meter when it comes down here to radio waves. So wavelength is getting bigger as you go left to right. Notice how the frequencies down here get smaller as you go left to right. You've got 10 to the 20th there for gamma rays, and it goes down to 10 to the 8th or so. So pretty cool and stuff how this stuff all works out. But there is a relationship then between microwaves and visible light, or x-rays and microwaves. They all have wavelengths, they all have frequencies, and the speed of light is how you can tell one from the other. Speed of light equals wavelength times frequency. Sometimes people use this acronym to uh, remember the diagram order. Rabbits mate in very unusual, expensive gardens, which of course makes no sense, I understand. But anyway, rabbit radio, mate microwave, in infrared, visible, very, of course. Unusual stands for ultraviolet, expensive is x-rays, and gardens, gamma rays. And again, just like we've seen uh, before, there's going to be a relationship between these 
represent energy, so it's a good thing to know. Um, notice the blue arrow right there. It says increasing frequency, increasing danger. We're going to see why that's the case here in a little bit, but it's pretty true. Like ultraviolet will give you a sunburn if you're out in the sun too long. X-rays, you know, people will always put those lead aprons on at the um, dentist if you do them. And gamma rays, you really just don't want to be around at all if you can help it. So <clears throat> anyway, there's a reason for it, and we're going to look at that here uh, coming up pretty soon. Which of the following produces radiation having the highest frequency? Now, highest frequency and uh, would be the lowest wavelength, but that's not what we're worried about here. Now, using this chart up here, this is pretty easy. Uh, we just talked about how increasing frequency means increasing danger. So the right side would be the highest frequency and the left side would be the lowest of them. So we have here microwave, we have here FM radio, and radio is radio, okay? Radar is a type of a radio wave as well. Radar stands for uh, radio detection and recognition, if I remember the acronym right. But it is a type of radio. And then finally, there's cosmic rays. Well, cosmic rays are actually particles kicked out by the sun uh, when the sun is reacting. So that's not a type of electromagnetic radiation. Um, and since FM radio and radar are basically radio waves, we would say that microwaves have the uh, highest frequency. It's just to the right of radio waves, highest frequency, and the other two would be smaller frequency, and cosmic rays doesn't count. Darn it.